not a, I'm not a big fan of opening up shows and like somber uh, events or you know emotional situations. But I feel it's necessary to do that uh, at least on this episode. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll move past the somberness because obviously uh, we have a really cool guest on that I want to talk with and everything. But I felt that uh, it was our responsibility as uh, podcasters, guys who banter about things that are happening in the world. Uh, to talk about the incident that happened in Willowbrook uh, over the weekend. Actually, I think even, what, 36 hours ago, give or take? Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird when you talk to people and they say they have no idea what I'm talking about about this. It shows that they really didn't maybe talk about as much as they should have um, in the news and stuff. But uh, for those of you who haven't heard about it, uh Saturday night, Sunday morning, around midnight-ish. In Willowbrook, there was this uh, Juneteenth uh, celebration that happened. I think it was in front of a strip mall. Um, and apparently it's been some, something we're doing annually. And why, you know, our guest is clinging and banging over there during my, my uh, <laughs> sentimental moment here. appreciate that, buddy. Ah, perfect. It didn't officially start. Yeah, that was fixing something. Oh, I just, I just, I just begin. I just throw shit in there. When it sounds like I'm podcasting, that's when I'm podcasting, brother. Cold opens now. Hundred percent. We do cold opens now here at uh, this freaking show. But uh, I'll get to you in a moment. I'll get to you. You'll have your, uh, you'll have your, your, your time in the sun, as you will. Uh, A shooting broke out uh, during the celebration. as far as everything I read, uh, out of the 23 people who were shot, uh, one did happen to pass away, which was unfortunate. Uh, there's articles all over the place talking about the person who passed away and, uh, you know, the location of the shooting. So for those of you who want to find, you know, more research about it, uh, feel free to do so. I know there's some, uh, uh, crowdfunding. Uh, set up for some of the people who were injured. I think they actually did an interview with uh, one of the women who were shot and hiding underneath a car during the shooting and stuff. Uh, So it sucks that it happens. And it also sucks that it happened in Willowbrook because I really don't hear a lot of bad things coming out of Willowbrook. Right. Um, So to me, like, I, I know it wasn't like like, you know, it's not the top ten of the safest places to live in Illinois, but it also wasn't in, like, the bottom percentile of, like, horrible places. Um, uh, due diligence, I guess, if that's the proper word to use about it. Uh, I, I, we want to give a moment of silence, I guess, uh, is, I think, is, is the least we could do for uh, the victims of that shooting. So if we could do that uh, here in a minute. Uh, uh, special guest, please don't cling and bang during this because that would be awkward. Uh, cool. So, appreciate you guys doing that for me. Um, I just thought it was uh, it was necessary for us to do that. Yeah, um, and that's wild. That never happens. Not never, yeah. but it's it's so rare to have a shooting that has that many uh, victims and and isn't like national news. Yeah, and it, it was really surprising because like when I first heard about it, you know, I heard twenty two people were shot. 
Yeah. I think I think at the time it was like 24 people were shot uh, before they had an official number. So when I think, okay, mass shooting, 24 people shot, half of them had to have, you know, been killed. But only one person, one person died. Um, I know that they're still searching for the people who are responsible because from what I understanding, it was multiple people and multiple guns that were used during the shooting. Um, so, uh, I don't, uh, hopefully they do find the people responsible for this because, uh, you know, to do shit like that is, it's something I know I will never understand. Um, yeah. You know, and it, and it includes, like, you know, like, school shootings, whether it be elementary schools, high schools, colleges, uh, that shooting out in Vegas at that country concert, mm-hmm. uh, people, you know, running through malls. Like, th- th- that's the shit that I, I just, I know I never will understand. And whether, you know, people want to look at it as a racial thing or a mental uh, instability, if that's the right way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Unstable is it? Is there a way of saying unstable is instability? Is that why 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 would it say something? Yeah, be something? You say, yeah, mental instability. Okay, cool, perfect. I just I don't know if I was just making up like you know awesome accurate new words that I need to get a whole Webster for. Um, mental instability, racism, uh, whatever the hell people uh, what their reasoning is for, it's never a good reason. Um, no, no, I, would, I don't. I don't think there is a good reason to do that. Flat no, out. No. I'd like to, uh, uh, to, in order to do the be- the the most I feel I can at this moment, uh, if I was to ask everyone to please stop doing it, uh, hopefully they listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if it does stop, I will take responsibility for that. I, will, I think uh, that's I'll, fair. I'll, I'll take the accolade, 100%. Um, you heard it here. We are responsible if they stop. 100%. If, if they don't stop, we had nothing to do with it. We're a very oh, small podcast and no one ever listens. That's 100%. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's very true. If this still happens, that just means they haven't listened to our podcast yet. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and then knowing them, if they get, if they, if, if, if somebody was to do a mass shooting and then go home and then turn our podcast on and be like, ah, that's what he meant. <laughs> Crap. You know. If only uh, I listened to this earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you're still a horrible person, but uh, thanks for the download. Yeah. Uh, we do have a guest on, and I'm excited to talk to uh, this gentleman because he has been on our show numerous times in the past. And uh, once you uh, hear him speak, or when you did hear him speak earlier, as I was uh, belittling him as a host of a podcast, went to a guest uh, for making noise. Um, I'm sure you know who it is, uh, and we're going to introduce him, him here in a moment. But, of course, i got to remind all of you that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. You go to their website at CarterComics.com, check out their amazing market, fill up your cart with their amazing products, and you can use the discount code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Use that at checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order. It is a discount code, not a promo code which means you can use FreakNet to save 10% on every order that you place at CarterComics.com. Not just at their website, but also at their four different eBay accounts that they run, that they operate, and the links to all four of those accounts can be found on the homepage of CarterComics.com. Again, if you're a huge fan of comics, you like to collect them, you like to read them, and you're looking for a variety to build a uh, collection, 
to continue on a collection. Maybe you're trying to find that one that you need to finish your collection. Go to CarterComics.com. Check them out. They uh, they are a proud sponsor of Freaknut Studios, and we love them for it. Because our annual fee for Podbean came up, and guess who paid for that son of a bitch? Mm, Dr. Doug. Ah, thanks, Dougie. Thank you, Dougie, for giving us another year of podcast uh, content-created abilities. Yep. Thank uh, you. Mass shootings are about to stop. That's true. That's true. Also, we could uh, give credit to uh, Dr. Doug for that. Yeah. Pretty much anyone who's attached to this moment in any concept is a hero to the uh, ending of mass shootings. Even if it stops for three months, I think that counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we may have st- may not have stopped it, but we could at least put a halt to it. Um, we do have a guest on. Uh, Joey is just finding out uh, within the last couple of minutes that we had a guest because I don't know how to uh, relay information. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's totally okay. Hell, I didn't even know we were recording until I texted you at six this a- or four this afternoon if we were going to do the show. I'm just here to sit in the chair and act goofy. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just the Andy Richter. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need to know anything. I just need to be able to react and also be a chunky redhead. My hero. Well, that's going to change in July. Hopefully. That's going to definitely change in July. In fact, at the end of the show, I'm going to talk to you about a potential next guest we're going to have uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, but for our guest this evening is a guy that we would typically have on about once a year. Um, and uh, we happened, I believe we had him on earlier this year, probably, I want to say February or March, sometime around then. Sounds right. And because I uh, bullied him, into creating new content, uh, I felt it was my responsibility to also encourage him to come on the show to talk about it. So, uh, you know him as Clint, you know him as the Vengeful Jedi, you know him as the honorary guest host of this freaking show. Buddy, I am so glad to have you back on here with us. You could unmute and come back. There we go. There's my guy. I thought you gave up on us. No, no, I was flexing because of my super abilities to stop mass tragedy. Excellent. I'm so proud of you, man. Not going to lie, when I heard mass, I didn't think tragedy was going to be the uh, final part of that. So thank God that was it and not turbating. Oh, no, no, that has a different sound. Oh, perfect. I'm kidding. You should get that checked out if that's what that sounds like. So one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on, obviously I want to talk about the new podcast that that released this first episode. Um, But I wanted to – there was another reason we are going to have you on, and it had to do with the conversation we had on our last episode. And I think it dawned on me that we were incorrect on what we were saying about you. And I need you to confirm how wrong I was. So we were talking about autism and about how we believe, or at least I believe, that there is a small possibility that maybe I'm autistic. And I can't remember how we got on the conversation. Joe, do you remember how we got on the conversation of autism? I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I just know I, that I feel that... I remember, maybe? had to do with childhood and not... Um, <laughs> 
like somebody should have noticed sooner certain things in my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, because I, and I think it was because of um actually since the last time that I had been on here before that episode, mm-hmm. like between like within that time, I had just gotten diagnosed with ADHD. See, and that's what it was. See, I was getting ADHD and autism mixed up. And I realized that two days ago when I was like, you know what? I don't think that Clint was diagnosed with autism at an older age. I think he was diagnosed with ADHD at a later age. I was like, ah, I'll see if he wants to come on. We'll talk about it. Because I feel like oh, I've technically been diagnosed twice. <laughs> with ADHD? They just didn't tell me the first time. Oh, yeah, time. that's yeah. right. Yeah. They Remember, they, they mentioned it to my parents, but, you know, stigmas and stuff being what they were back in the 80s. Yep. You know, they thought that, you know, because I was a good student, because of apparently my hy- ability to hyper-focus on books, mm-hmm. they, they were like, oh, he'll be fine. He'll grow out of it. You see, and right? that, so, so let me ask you then, Clint. So when you were a kid in the 80s, what, what, what grade were you in? Uh, like, like, I guess what years did you go to school? Because um, I know you're old. I just can't remember how old you are. Well, let's see. Um, fifth grade, I was 10. That was 1987. 87, okay. So, um, so like so, five years before that would have been 1982, which would have been like, what, first grade, kindergarten, whatever. Gotcha. So majority through the 80s, you spent in elementary, middle school-ish kind of era. Yeah. Okay. All the 80s. I didn't actually get into... Um, high school until 91. God, that's so gross. I was fucking... I, I was turning one in 91. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you old ass motherfucker. Wait. Like, what yeah. did you I'm going to say this in the kindest way possible. I turned two in 91. Yeah. Fuck just, you. <laughs> I turned two in 91. I only asked because I turned one in 91. Yeah. While you're and walking like, up, you're like nine months older than me. While okay, you're I have a... walls of junior high, I was walking for the first time. Well, no, I guess I was walking for a while. I don't know. How, how old is somebody when they walk for the first time? Nine months? Yeah. A year? Right around there, I think. Yeah. It's before their first year, yeah. Usually. God, you're so fucking old. Holy hell. What, so what does that put you at now? So, oh, 46? I... Uh, no, I'm going to be 46 in three weeks, actually. I was, yeah, I was pretty damn close, though. I mean, look at that math. I almost said 68, but I'm like, that's not right. No, but 69 will be quite the celebration. Uh, that'll be exciting, nice. wouldn't it? So when, so when you're in school, when you're in, uh, let's let's talk about the later parts of elementary school and junior high. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming schools had special ed classes back in the 80s, too, right? Yeah. Okay. So, if you could recall, and I know it's a long time ago, so if you can't remember, I understand that advanced ages, the memory goes. So, if you can remember, though, was was special ed something you think is kind of like what it is, would be today? Because, like, I remember, like, when I was on my, when I was in elementary school, junior high and stuff like that, like, special ed wasn't really a class for, like, I mean, obviously, I had, like, kids with, like, Down syndrome and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, like, I, I want to say my brother was in a sort of special ed class. But I, 
I don't think they called it special ed. I think they called it something else, but overall special ed. That's what it was. Where, like, like you don't have ADD, you don't have ADHD, but you just need help doing the test. And honestly, you know, speaking to you and us talking last week and everything, maybe Nick does have ADD. I don't fucking know. I love my brother. Great fucking dude. But if somebody came up to him and was like, you know, he has a learning disability, I'm like, I can fucking see that. Like 100 fucking percent. But at the same time, Nick reminds me a lot of Michael, our yeah. other brother. They just, they seem, they seem like they have an intelligence, but looking at them, you'll think, no, they don't. I, it's not a school intelligence. It's, a, no. you know, it's a, whatever they put their mind to. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. More of a, yeah. Outdoorsy, you know. Kinetic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I know, and I know Nick, uh, Colin, who was on our show, uh, my buddy Logan, they always went to, who's shushing me? That wasn't a shush. What the hell? What the, we releasing air? Yes. Oh, perfect. Um, so like, I'm like, I'm sorry, are you shushing me? Should I be raising my fucking hand, sir? <laughs> Holy hell. Um, so, like, to me, like, they didn't seem like they were, when I think special, I think special needs. That's how I always looked at it, you know, when I was younger and shit. Um, and then I look at, like, you know, these three guys that I know that went to the class, and, like, they don't seem like they need the special attention. They don't have special needs where they need special education. Um, but I went to people, I went to school with people with, like, Down syndrome and stuff, and, like, those, that group I understand because they needed to be worked with differently. But what was special ed like in your school? Well, I mean, I wasn't. I I'm wasn't not saying you're in it, it, but I know. No, I know. I'm just saying not being a part of it and not really. I mean, a lot of the schools that I went to were smaller and didn't really have much in the form of that. But from what I've seen of people that I know that I've talked to and, you know, those are that have shared their experiences with me. Uh, I think I think it's evolved since way back then because you know there are so many conditions and so many things that have been able to be expanded on. We've gained greater understandings of. Yeah. You know that. You know they've learned. Like for example, it's not just. ADD, for example, it's not just some kid, you know, just running around all hyper and stuff. No, they realize, hey, there's actually three different types of this. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and that's, and that's the shit that, like, I, it was always... Because I... Obviously, I went, to, I went to school with Colin my entire life. Colin and Logan... And I were all in the same grade. So from kindergarten all the way up through high school, I went to school with these guys. I seen how they were. And honestly, they didn't seem any different than anyone else in our school. I know Colin, uh, you know, he, I know he had ADHD. That I knew. Logan, I didn't know if he had any kind of uh, learning deficiency. I don't want to call it a disability, but a deficiency. But I know that they were always pulled out of classes to go get go take tests with uh, with uh, with an, uh, a, a teacher's assistant and stuff, who basically the way they described it would read them the questions, and 
they would get like a 50-50 shot instead of multiple choice. So all of us would have A, B, C, and D. Uh, dude, I don't care if you're fucking vaping. I was just giving you shit. You don't got to fucking mess with me. You can say it on the show, bro. Hey, I didn't want to interrupt. It's, really? You were fucking clanging pans around you know, when, I was, you know, when I started this shit out. And okay, to be fair, uh, I did not. To be fair, I didn't know we'd started. <laughs> I heard yeah, our I niece listens to this show. Oh, she does. I swear. A couple times. Oh, jeez. Next time. I thought, I thought this was going to be the one, man. And next, ep- next episode, no cussing. <laughs> Sherry, I apologize. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yep, my bad. Going forward, no more swearing unless I don't pay attention. Yep. Same. But, <laughs> I'm just glad you did it first. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance that I swore before this moment, too. It just wasn't caught. Yeah, I just wasn't paying attention. I, yeah. Right? I think I did, but then again, it's only because I had no idea that that was the thing. Well, I know that we plan. I know because my sister ends up, apparently my sister listens to the show. And when she does, she listens to, to the car with my niece in it. And she tells oh. me that she listens to it, but she has to turn it off because not so much all of the swearing, but uh, apparently a lot of the F-bombs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and maybe, you know, saying the SH word and stuff like that too. But that's on Joe. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we'll just do a, a full non-swear episode. But you know, what? next time, next episode, next time. no swearing. So, so uh, Colin and Logan, and I, I'm guessing Nick too. Like I said, I mean, they all kind of were in the same situation. Uh, they would go and take a test, and they would cross out two of the uh, answers, and they would get a fifty-fifty, and we all get like multiple choice, so they get like an easier test. Um, but it didn't seem like they needed it. Which always, you know, confused me because, and I think it was around junior year, or maybe sophomore year of high school, where, and I remember talking about this on the show, where they randomly one day pulled me out of class and brought me with this girl to help me get evaluated or something like that. And I wasn't sure why, but she had me like reading uh, some, uh, what is that? Uh, Oh, what is that old, like, you know, like, couple sheets of thin paper thing? Weekly readers? Do you remember those? No, I don't think we had those. I think everybody had those. Pretty sure they're called weekly readers. So, like, they're, like, like a thin, like, you know, it was almost like a newspaper for kids. It had, like, a couple pages, if that. Um, Google it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Um, but... So she she's like, just read this article, and if you come across any words you don't understand, let me know. So I'm reading through the article, and everything's fine, and then she's timing me. And I come across this name of this dinosaur that I've never heard before. You know, it wasn't one of the basic, you know, brontosaurus, pterodactyl, triceratops. And it was like this this endoscopic, dilapidated sword, whatever the hell it was. So I was like, I don't know what this word is right here. So I'm pointing at it, and she's looking at it. It's like, oh, that's the. <laughs> and I was like. Ooh. No, like, the one after it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know what that word is, because that word showed up a dozen times up here. I'm talking about this really long dinosaur word. Well, she 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 never pronounced it for me. She's like, okay, well, no, if you if you can't read it, that's fine. We can move on. So deep down, I'm like, you don't know how to read that word. Don't lie. Right. Yeah, you're just it's a ridiculous word to have a fucking thirteen. Oh, there we go. To have a thirteen year old or fourteen year old. There's a reason you're a teacher's aide and not a teacher. Yeah. 
So, but they, yeah, so they pulled down to the class and everything. I think a lot of it had to do Sidebar. with... No yeah. shade to teacher's aides. They're essential, and I appreciate them a lot. Anyway, go on. Sorry. This, well, this teacher aide was, uh, she wasn't like, a, like I'm right out of college getting something. Like this was like an older lady. I yeah. want to say she might have been like a recess monitor that moved up in life. Yeah. Uh, sweet lady. I just, I just don't think she really cared about her job. Yeah. And truth be told, after that, I don't think I've ever seen her again in my life. So, mm-hmm. for all I know, she could have been some some creep trying to abduct me, but wanted to know my my brain capacity before she threw me into the van and did things to me. Um, assuming allegedly, but I don't know why they did that. Like, there was nothing. There was no follow up to that whatsoever. Like, there was no follow up to her asking me like to read this or asking me questions about it. Cause I think they're, they're looking like they're trying to question my, my mental capacity or my, my learning capabilities and stuff like that, but nothing ever came about it. And no one ever once came up to said, Hey, Travis, so-and-so is going to come and grab you and, you know, talk to you, you know, see if you need help and, you know, whatever. Um, I know there was one time they pulled me out of class to do the things they did with Colin and them. And, uh, they had me do the test and everything, and it came back, and I got a hundred on it. And I want to say it was Mrs. Mead, who was my English teacher. She's like, Travis, do you need help with these tests? And I'm like, like, what do you mean? Like, you know, like, I mean, I study. He's like, yeah, but do you need to take them separately from everyone? I'm like, no, why? She's like, well, you got a hundred on the test, but you were pulled out for this, you know, you know, because you're having difficulty taking tests. I'm like, was I? I didn't think you were. I'm like, I, so that happened once and it never happened again either. Wild. So I don't know what they were fishing for. It was a weird, it was like a three month thing where like, I, like they did this test thing to me and then like two months later, this girl pulled me out and then like a month later I asked about it and I'm like, oh yeah, no, don't worry about it. So I don't know what their process is on, uh, on deciding who's part of those groups or not. But the whole reason, uh, Clint, I was asking you about it back in high school, and you said yourself, you're in a small group, so you had to have seen these kids walking down the hall together or sitting in a classroom together. I mean, did they seem like normal yeah. kids who didn't need to be in a class like that? The ones that I remember, honestly, they they needed it. Gotcha. But... You know, then again, you know, I know of the kids that I went to school with. I did go to, a, you know, to school with a couple people that had, like, Down syndrome, for example. And classrooms back then weren't as inclusive as they are now. Mm. You know, so, yeah, I mean, there were, you know, different things. And I think that because the classrooms in general weren't as you know, inclusive as, you know, that they needed to be, you know, that, yeah, there were a number of people that were, you know, categorized and put into these, you know, alternative learning environments. And I don't know that everybody, you know, needed I don't think everybody in there needed the same level of assistance. Yeah. 
don't know. It just, it, it, just, it, it, it was an interest of mine. I always wanted to kind of figure out, yeah. like, 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 how did they side that stuff? Joey, do you remember those classes at all when you were in school? I mean, I know you were a yeah. genius, so you didn't have to worry about it, but. Yeah, we, we, I think there was a whole wing of the school that was dedicated to the special ed classes. And, um. You- you did go to a pretty big school. I did. We, uh, my graduating class was like 800 people or something. No, the freshman class was 800. By the time they got to graduation, it was down to 560. Wow. Regardless, uh, there was like, yeah, there were a lot of people in my school. Um, they, we, yeah, so we had like a whole set of classrooms that were all dedicated to the, uh, the special ed classes. And I think the majority of kids in, those classes were like the ones who couldn't function on their own with like individual education plans in the quote unquote regular classes. So it'd be like the kids who like needed somebody to like change them every couple hours and the kids who would like get really violent um, just randomly uh, or the kids who were nonverbal, stuff like that. Then we did have, I mean, we had some down syndrome kids who were put into like a career placement program and they would, you know, like clean the cafeteria and stuff during the day sometimes, and uh, yeah. What about BD? You ever have BD kids? BD, BD, yeah, behavioral development kids. Basically, it was the uh, the the bad kids. Gotcha. Yeah, I I feel like uh, as long as they weren't swinging on people, they were pretty much in the classes with everybody else. Mm, yeah, no, they uh, they kept them uh, apart from us. Yeah, they, they did. When um, I grew up, went to school. They had a whole separate school for those. Yeah, they those did guys. eventually. I, I don't know when it happened. I don't know when it started, but I do know that eventually, uh, one of the local elementary schools was changed into an alternate education school. Um, and I can't remember if I was still in school, still in high school, when that happened or not. Um, yeah, those were the kids who like. Yeah, they they had behavioral problems that like. They couldn't function in class, but they weren't dumb. Uh, not, I shouldn't use the word dumb, but you know what I mean. No, um, I no, and I, I was saying like, yeah, we. I think we had like maybe like a handful of kids who, uh, like maybe like five, five, six kids who, they're always together. Like they ate lunch separately. They were in class. They were in a, a single classroom separately, and it was like all different grades. So it wasn't just one grade. And like I knew a few of them, and they were. I, they were dumb, but I think the thing is, I think they were they were dumb because they weren't willing to try. Yeah, like the ability the ability to get through school, like everyone else was there, but they just got to a point where they just didn't give a shit. Like they're yeah. just like they're just they're just badasses who felt like they were badasses, but like deep down, nobody looked at them like badasses. Right. Like it was like. Uh, you ever see, you remember that video where that, that skinny white dude was insulting that black dude and he got hit across the face with a, with a twisted T? Yes. Yes, I do. Remember that video, yes. Clint? You ever see? Okay. So it was a, it was just a group of those kind of guys. You know, pants past their ass wearing boxers with gym shorts with blue jeans, you know, sketchers and, you know, wearing wearing like wife beater tank tops and chains and stuff. Just they they were hard ass. I'm like, dude, you live in fucking Piatone. Like like this, this this isn't what you're supposed to dress like. Like just stop. 
but like they were from like the hood, which is like that one weird ass alley on you know Second Street. Um, guy in them. Uh, one of the dude, one of the one of them was the guy that uh that uh threatened to uh, beat me up on uh, on um on numerous different times. Threatened to kick my ass when I was an eighth grader, when I was a freshman, when I was a junior, when I was twenty two. Interesting. Yeah, but he was like five three. So I mean, wow, real. Yeah. Nef- Did he go on to join our podcast network and then split <laughs> off? <laughs> nah, it wasn't him, brother. No, this, <laughs> this was this was a dude. I just he 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 was just a. And for lack of a lack of a more respectful phrase, he was a misunderstood guy. Yeah, constantly angry, and I think because he was, I don't want maybe not five three, maybe five five. Still small fucking five three energy. Yeah, yeah, he was he was Napoleon, if anything, mm-hmm. you know. And um, Clint, don't worry, we're gonna talk to you. I know you're still here. Don't worry. <laughs> I, we're definitely gonna talk about your shit too. I, I'm sorry about making this more about me than anything, but we know who I am. Um. But you? Oh, 100%. How did I get here? No, I'm kidding. All right, he just showed up. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, like, he just, I mean, like, he, he would always pick on me because, like, they were part of this whole group. And uh, uh, to make a very short story, because I think I talked about this short story in depth years ago, but to make a very short story, there was a rumor going around. I screwed with somebody's food while working at a, uh, at a place. That rumor got to every got to his group of friends, and that group of friends wanted to beat the shit out of me. And uh, they called themselves like the Piehead Crew or whatever, and they're like, "We're gonna beat down Travis." And I was fine because they you called know, themselves the Pothead Crew. Yeah, yeah, they're the PhD. What a hard name! How can you take? How can anybody take them seriously when they want that? <laughs> how much pot were they smoking that they decided that that was the name to go with? The hard times, uh, you know, on the rough streets of Piatone, I'll tell you. Uh, but, so uh, funny. But yeah, Dude, no, the only thing they'd be attacking is the dollar menu at a Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> but they, they, they had, there was just a group of them, and uh, some of them didn't bother me. Some of them bothered me. Uh, a lot of them left me alone because, first off, I went to school with Nick, and Nick was friends with a bunch of other guys, so... You know, when I was sitting there being a sophomore, my brother is a junior, and his friends are juniors and seniors, you know, and I, I remember there was one time one of them was messing me, messing with me in the hallway, and one of Nick's friends, uh, his name uh, was uh, uh, Jeff Spain, uh, RIP, he unfortunately passed away uh, way too young. Um, he uh, he helped me out in the hallway, and so a lot of them didn't really bother me uh, through high school, and everything was fine, and we kept our separate ways, and then, like, when I was a senior and I was working at McDonald's and stuff, they came through the drive-thru, and uh, he started, like, yelling at me when I was, like, taking a break, you know, from work, and I tried to ignore him, and he said he was going to beat my ass while he was sitting in his car, and uh, so, and he drove off, and nothing happened, everything, and then I didn't see him for, like, five years, and then he showed up at a bar, he was dating a family friend's kid who I grew up with, and he came up to me and was talking about how he wants to bury the hash and put everything behind us and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I'll be honest with you. I haven't thought about you for almost five years. You know, you and so-and-so want to date, be my guest, but I don't I don't care. You don't need my approval. You don't you're, need my respect. You're literally, literally the only one with a hatchet between the two of us. Yeah. 
If you want to yeah. bury it, bury it, but I don't need to be involved. Yeah. I told him, like, dude, whatever happened with us, I don't care about. It. I've moved on. I'm good. I, I really don't care to have anything to do with you. Like, you you don't matter anything to me. And I just want to be honest with you. He walked away. You know, when they went back over there, and like an hour later, after he did shots and drink beer, he came up and shoved me while I was sitting there and everything. And obviously, you know, I'm sitting up in a stool, so he had to really reach up to push me, you know, being, you know, a, you know, a, Five three, um, he wanted to like go outside and like beat my ass and everything, and like I and I've never really been in a fight fight, like I just haven't. And I'm in a I'm at a bar, I'm at I'm at a dive bar in Pietro on Second Street with my softball team, just trying to have fun. And he's over here threat, you know, challenging me to fucking fight him. He's like, let's go outside, let's let's fight, blah blah. And he has a relative who was on the police department and everything. And I was like, no, bro. And I'm going to say bro instead of his real name because he doesn't need to be acknowledged. I'm like, yeah. no, bro. You want to fight? I'll kick your ass right here inside this building. He's like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not going to fight you inside. We're going to go outside in the streets. I'm like, no, I'm going to kick your ass in here, and then you can leave. Because I know there are cops out there at the uh, you know, at opposite ends of the street and everything. And I know as soon as something happens, they're going to come in and break it up. But if I beat your ass right here, everyone around me, Ain't gonna back you whatsoever because you've already shoved me twice and you're challenging to fight me. So when I beat your ass in this bar, nobody's gonna come to your aid. Then he left. Never saw him again. <laughs> um, but, uh. Classic. Yeah. But those were the kind of kids that we, you know, that were in the BD classes. Um, horrible. Just horrible. Like, I don't, hopefully, they uh they they found a uh, second chance at life to where they didn't have to be that way anymore. But I mean, I guess only time will tell. But Clint, I don't want to take up all your time talking about uh, this stuff. I want to talk about you and uh, your new adventure into podcasting because I know it was kind of discussed briefly in the last time you were here. But this that was back when it was more of an idea, and now we're yeah. kind of in the action part of it. So initially when we were talking about the release of the show, you gave me a name that you decided not to use, you went with a different name. Um, you told me you were going to call it uh, like Vintage Games or something like that? We had a couple of names that we were throwing around, but um, it wasn't until my buddy Nick came up with, uh, well... Originally, it was just going to be me and my buddy Corey doing the podcast. And, you know, we had some ideas we were shooting around. My buddy Nick reaches out to me one day, and he's like, dude, I had an idea for a podcast. And I was like, really? Tell me about it. So, you know, he starts talking about, you know, doing all of the, the retro stuff. You know, we wouldn't talk about just games, but, you know, movies and other pop culture and things like that. And I was like, well, are you saying that you want to do this with me? And he's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, now are you hoping it's just you and me? Or are you hoping to kind of get in on the idea that me and Corey were talking about and he was like, oh, I was kind of thinking it, it could be the three of us. So I brought the the idea up to Corey. He's like, hell yeah, dude, let's do it. 
that that was where the podcast officially started to take form. And then I was playing around with this AI bot in Discord one day. And, you know, it could do it could do different things with art and things like that. You know, you tell it to imagine a certain idea. And, like, like one idea that I was kind of messing with, but I don't, still not exactly sure where I got the image from the, uh, some of the text that I was trying to have it tell do. I was trying to have it come up with an image of Mario being tried and convicted of war crimes. <laughs> but instead, it came out looking like Joel overlooking a broken landscape like The Last of Us. <laughs> and I was like, damn. But then I decided to try something else, and I was like, you know, let me see what this looks like with, like, some kind of, like, 8-bit or, like, a cyberpunk kind of spin. And then what it spun out, I was like, holy shit, that's going to be the perfect logo for the podcast. So I sent it to the guys, and they're like, dude, I love it. This is it. You know, so everything just kind of started falling into place. We were supposed to start the podcast sooner than we did. No. Well, and and obviously, you know, creating stuff is a process. I mean, Joe and I, uh, we're supposed to start a third podcast, Easter. And here we are in uh, June, and we're still trying to figure out how to even go about doing it. Yeah. Um, But that'll come with time. That'll come with time. And I did, uh, and I know I mentioned it in uh, messages with you, and I guess I can say it again now. I do apologize if I seem pushy on it. It wasn't my intentions. Um, I just been this really big like uh if somebody mentions the idea of a podcast to me, I'm going to shove them into doing it. And I feel bad doing it, but Oh it wasn't like you were gonna like shove me into it. It was something I wanted to do. Yeah. But honestly, given some situations that I've had going on behind the scenes and you know, like work and health and other stuff. Yeah. Um, I've no, had a little bit of I've had a little bit of trouble regulating. I guess I would say emotionally regulating. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'll start getting a lot of things thrown my way, and it, it it'll feel like it's just happening all at once. Yeah. And then I just shut down and I just don't do anything. Yeah, I was uh did that that happened yeah. to me in that happened to me in twenty eighteen when we went on that uh really long hiatus. And I think uh I know you and I talked about it a lot <clears throat> because uh when when uh the show came back at the end of twenty eighteen, this was before even Joey came back on, uh I don't think you came back until like the spring of nineteen or something like that. That's right. Um but I know I had like I had you, Mandy, uh, Fear, and I had a lot of cosplayers on and everything. But I know you, I had you on 
at least, I want to say, three or four times. I know at least one episode we did the MCU ranking. We actually did it over on a Geek Dig Pod when that was still, uh, was yeah. still going. And I know a lot of it, we, a lot of the conversations we had was, was, it was about mental health and, you know, getting you know, yeah. our minds right and doing, you know, what we need to do to get better. And I know, uh, for the longest time, I was not in a great place. Um, a lot of it had to do, it was either, if it wasn't work, it was relationships. And if it wasn't relationships, it was, you know, you know, just my own disappointment and my health and, uh, it, it was just always a constant battle of trying to find, okay, like, I'm overcoming this, but there's another obstacle right in front of me that I need to overcome. And once I get over that hurdle, well, here comes another one. And, um, it's always like having that negative, like, mindset that no matter how great something's going, there's always going to be something that's going to fall apart. And most recent thing was my truck. You know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting bills paid. I'm getting financially set again. I just need this truck to last me one more year and I'll be able to get more debt paid off and get a vehicle. And then the truck breaks down two weeks later, blows a, blows a rod in the engine. Now I got to get a car Ooh. payment and stuff. But, um, I think a lot, I think because we started doing a lot more, uh, vetting, venting on this show, uh, talking more about life on this show, I think that helped out a lot. Um, I know I'm in a lot better place than I was last year. Uh, a lot of that's to do with changing jobs because I'm not, you know, I'm not being managed by, you know, a complete, you know, you know, dictator-esque kind of person. A, you know, we're going to do things my way or you're not going to have a way of doing it kind of uh, mindset guy. And, uh, now I work for my stepdad who's just a tiny bit of an asshole. Um, Joe knows. So, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you can't make me sit on the couch and hold hands with no one, though, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, but, I'm, I'm glad that you started the show back up. Uh, I, episode two was released just a couple days ago. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it should have been up a lot sooner than that. But, that was just, when I had the time and resources available to make sure that it got out. Yeah. Well, what, what, what's the, what's the schedule look like for your podcast? Like, is the goal weekly? Okay. So, it is weekly. Um, there have been a, unfortunately, there have been a couple of times so far that we've had to postpone doing an episode. Yeah. Um, cause like one weekend I was actually sick and back in the hospital. Um, another weekend or another Monday, um, like my buddy Nick was sick, so he couldn't do it. And, you know, I mean, you know, it's been, Oh, crazy for people, but you know we're you know we're pretty set on everything now, and yeah, we we go live every Monday on uh, essentially every Monday on Twitch, seven thirty Central, and we've been trying to go for between ninety minutes to two hours, and the episode we recorded last night. Yeah. 
was the first one that actually fell within that time limit. Because if you notice, episode two was around two hours and 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, hey, get a group of old school gamers talking about old school games and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just stick them in front of a microphone and honestly, I'm surprised we've been able to stay under three hours for any given episode. Well, and that, and that was the biggest thing, like, you know, like, time time management was always a big thing was uh, with me and Joe, like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. Sometimes we go to an hour 20, it just is what it is, because we lose track of the conversations we had. Yeah. Over, over at JFW, I just did my 200th episode, and ended up being two hours and 20 minutes without even thinking about it. Um, you know, sometimes those are, sometimes those are still the best, though, because... Yeah, you know if you know, especially if you didn't plan it like that, because it's just there's just something pure and organic about it, and authentic. Yeah, you know that. That's yeah. the feedback that I've been getting, for example, for the first couple episodes of uh, uh, Pixel Beard, and uh, you know, well, people were just like, "Man, you guys are." You've got, like, great chemistry. I'm like, well, I've been friends with each of these guys for years. I mean... Well, I find... They're like bros. uh, I I found that, like, trying to, like, plan out the shows just doesn't work for me, at least. Like, like, I I still have yet, and we've been... We're going on doing this show... What? Eight years? Something like that. Yeah, it'll it'll be eight years this October. And I never... In my life, pre-planned questions for interviews. Like, I, I've never done it. I just, because I don't want to go into an interview and be like, so, tell everyone your name. Tell them what you made. You know, I want, I want it to be a conversation to, like, learn about, basically like a first date. Tell me about you. You know, and I think it just organically it just works that way better. And, like, with Joe, like, I mean, like, half the time we get on talking and he's like, you know, so what are we talking about? I'm like, I don't know. Just figure it out as we fucking go, and I just start thinking about things that happened today. Like if if you weren't coming on today, then I would have just sat here and talk with Joe about how I uh, I, I teared up and uh, had a slight uh, slight cry today. Mm. And uh, but because you're here, I don't have to do that. Um, but if you guys do want to have a good cry, I would. I don't know if you guys have Hulu. Do you guys happen to have Hulu at all? I would uh, I would watch the documentary about Jelly Roll. Oh, all right. And, okay. Uh, I was, uh, good I was, things. It, it it's really cool because I mean it talks about his struggles of like you know like being a felon you know a teenager in jail, you know now he's like thirty seven thirty eight years old and you know he's you know selling out like you know concert halls and stuff you know doing music and how he's creating this music for people just like him. And, uh, he, you know, and it's all on the back of this one song, uh, Save Me, that he put out during the pandemic. And, uh, Son of a Sinner is another great song. And I know I played it for you, Joe. And, um, when you sit there and you watch the biography and you hear him talking about, like, he's like making these songs for people with struggles, but you can interpret it as your own kind of struggle. Like, whatever struggle you're dealing with, you know, you could overcome it. Like, it doesn't have to be a drug addiction. 
uh, you know, uh, you know, being a criminal and, you know, turning a leaf and everything. It could be anything. And especially like what we talk about the most here on this show over the course of the year is weight loss, weight loss and a healthier lifestyle. You know, and so it's like, you know, and he, you know, just sitting there listening to like the songs that he's made and his story about, you know, like everything that he's overcome. I'm like, you know what, like, like, I know I can overcome my issues and my issues are nothing compared to what his issues were. It's just all about willpower. So I recommend watching the documentary if you have a chance. I think I got like five minutes left on it before, uh, before it's done because, uh, I, I turned it on right before I got, uh, uh, when I got home, but I started doing a bunch of other shit and everything, and then we had to start to show up, so I was like, I'll just watch the last five minutes uh, when I finish up, but it's a great documentary. Uh, it, it choked me up a little bit, you know, in some parts when he was talking about, you know, his daughter and how, like, you know, she was born while he was in prison and how he had to change his whole life around, and he found his wife and how supportive she was, and I'm saying, like, you know, geez, like, and I can't find anybody. I'm still on dating apps talking to people, and right now I'm still waiting to figure out if I'm going to hear from this girl that I talked to all weekend who I haven't heard from now since Sunday. I hope she's okay, but you know, I just, I just, it's just this this ghosting BS that you know just gets exhausting after a while. But I'm staying positive because I know eventually I will find somebody. Um, but Clint, I'm happy that you got your show started back up. Uh, right now it's on Twitch and YouTube. Is that correct? Yes. Alright. And, uh, are you, are you gonna be looking at doing audio releases at all? Cause I know we talked about Podbean a little bit. I wasn't sure where you landed on that. We did. Um, we're, we're still shooting around if we yeah. wanna eventually do that or if we want to just stick with what we're doing right now I mean I'm going to have episode 3 out in the next couple of days I'll actually probably have it posted later tomorrow Uh, since I had to work Monday I have tomorrow off of work And and I do have a little bit of a deadline because Uh, Twitch only allows the VOD to stay up for so many days before it's uh, taken down. So I have to, yeah. So I have to make sure that it's downloaded before that. I gotcha. I gotcha. So when you uh, when you do the show on uh, on Twitch, do you got uh, like comments and stuff that roll in while you're doing the show, and do you answer them on the show and all that? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we're going live on Twitch, so people will pop into the show with, you know, with comments or questions or, you know, whatever. Awesome. Totally uh, open forum. Perfect. And fortunately, a lot, I mean, because, you know, we've only done the two episodes. Well, three now. But really, most of the traction that we've gotten was, you know, just from you know, friends that we've, you know, told, you know, told about the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there are some really good ones. Uh, our buddy Paul cracks us up. He's, 
on the Twitch side of things, he's he's everybody's mod. You know, he just mods for a lot of streamers and you know, myself included. Yeah. Even though he's always wanting to ban Nick. But then again, him and Nick are like best friends, and they used to work together. They live, you know, they live right near each other. And that, but, you know, we made him a mod for the podcast channel. And he's like, hey, Jedi, I have a problem. I'm like, what's that? And he's like, I can't ban Nick. (laughs) And then he's like, he's like, can, can we ban the lady? And I'm like, well, in in streaming, um, uh, Nick's wife has uh, come to be known as Hey Lady. <laughs> because that's how he would, you know, often refer to her on the show. It, it became a meme at one point, and there's a meme mode and all sorts of stuff. It's it's great, but he's like, can we ban her? No. Can we ban Skippy? No. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, can we ban Salazar because of Pacify? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, ban him because he was a little bitch that day. <laughs> <laughs> and then we unbanned him like two minutes later. So, you know, we, we jokingly have fun. No, um, this is a long time ago now. We were playing this horror game called Pacify, and a couple of us were streaming it. Mm-hmm. And our buddy Salazar got jump-scared by this ghost in the game. To the point that he flung his headset off his head, flew across the room and broke into pieces against the wall. Like, he freaked out so bad he broke his headset. (laughs) Poor guy. We helped him get a new one. I mean, I I sympathize with him, man, because I don't do jump scare shit. Uh, And Colin Colin was telling me he had, uh, like, Resident Evil for his, like, uh, VR or some shit, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. I can't do the VR stuff just because of my vision and other reasons, but yeah. I just recently picked up uh, Re- the Resident Evil 8 The Village because hmm. I haven't played that yet. I've seen a good amount on it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, no, I... Uh, I, I have been playing the shit out of some Diablo 4, though. Yeah, see, that sounds bad, too. Is it actually good? I like it. Okay. Is it is it like um is it more like Diablo 3 or more like Diablo 2? I can't exactly answer that because I got introduced to Diablo with 3 and I haven't mm. really played 2 yet. Fair enough. Gotcha. I I would like but, I've been I wanted to play Diablo 4 but then I saw the price tag and went, "Oh yeah, game new games cost 60 bucks. I don't know that I'm ready to play that yet." And then I heard I about the, uh, pre-ordered the like, it. I pre-ordered it months ago. Yeah. Um, Fair. With all the stuff from work, when I got one of my short-term disability checks, 
I had a pretty good amount, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pre-order the super sexy edition of uh, Diablo 4. <laughs> nice. Nice. I have heard because of I, wanted, I wanted to be able to have something, because if I was going to have uh, more surgeries and things like that, and I was going to have some downtime, mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to be up and stay current, because I was like, well, in those times, I'm going to be streaming more, and I might as well be streaming what the people want to see. Nice. True. Nice. I have heard you have to be connected to the internet the entire time or else uh, it doesn't work. Is that true? Um, or is that like a PC problem more than a... I think it's a PC problem more than, gotcha. than anything, but I will I will credit them with this, though. Um, for being a cross-platform multiplayer online game, mm-hmm. they had a pretty flawless launch. Nice. Um, I, I haven't heard any issues with the cross-platforming. The only problems I've heard are with like the the guy who beat it first or whatever. Um, he on on like the hardcore mode where it's like um, a roguelike. Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm not even sure if it's fair to call it roguelike because his character is completely destroyed uh, the second the internet disconnected. He died, and that was it. Because um, like with a with a roguelike, usually you're the same character again, just without all your stuff. But yeah. Anyway, but like one of the main uh, buddies that I had been playing with, he. Uh, he has it on Xbox, I have it on PC, and day one of Early Access, we were able to meet up together just fine without any problems. That's awesome. The only thing he was a little pissed about was that I was able to get into the game three minutes before he did. Mm. I was like, ha, I got to play it before you, sucker. <laughs> Nice. But no, um, one of the, like one or two of the things that I like um, with the game so far is that, like, with the gems and the crafting and stuff, you don't have like five or six different versions of each gem. They've managed to narrow it down to three. Nice. You know, so they, they've actually streamlined that, and I feel like it's a quality of life improvement, honestly. Yeah. What do you have, like, uh, just, like, cracked, regular, and superior or something? Uh, what is it? It's, like, crude, chipped, and I don't have any of the third, uh, like, of the third tier of them. Gotcha. Yeah. But we can probably assume it's just, like, whole or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or just it'll just be the name. It'll just be like topaz instead of cracked topaz or chip topaz. Yeah, I just won't have an adjective. I've been, I've been meaning to look it up and I just haven't. Yeah, fair enough. But but no, I've enjoyed that. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I'm just I'm just glad to have another podcast going. Honestly, because when 
when certain situations happened and I was forced to end uh, brain fog, that was that was not a very good time for me. And I knew that I needed to do something, but honestly, I kind of let myself get discouraged and wasn't creating much of anything for a little bit. Sure. Because, well, one of the side effects that one can have uh, when it comes to ADHD is uh, trouble regulating emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, boy, do I not regulate well. <laughs> Word. Like... Like, I'm not, I am definitely not one of the people that you'll see on YouTube videos of, like, the people that, like, fly off the handle or, you know, the crazy Karens, that kind of thing. I don't know why, but I've actually gotten into, I've been kind of getting into those, some of those video compilations lately. Like, like the crazy Karens and crazy people on yeah, or as the as they call them. Sure. Is it is it uh, one of those things where you're like, hey, at least I'm not like them? And maybe a very very small part of it. Uh, good call. But then again, that's also a small part of uh, one of the reasons why I like horror movies and games and such as I do. It's because this is gonna this is gonna sound weird, but but you know but hear me out. Um, I like watching horror movies and playing horror games because they actually make me feel better. Because oh, they yeah. kind of give me hope in a sense. Because I know I am not in the worst possible situation. Because I'm able to see on this screen in front of me that there are people who are pretty much worse off than I am. (laughs) You know, I'm not actively being hunted down to be murdered. (laughs) That you know know? of. No, because if that were to really happen, I would have been like the first one to die because I don't run. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, just thinking about like that, um, that picture of the very threatening cow that says uh, um, the odds of being killed by a cow are always low, but never zero. (laughs) I've seen that. Cow is more dangerous than sharks, by the way, in terms of number of people they kill every year. I believe it. Well, I mean, We've got a lot more areas around here that have cows than sharks. Exactly. You know, because more people live inland than, you know, near the coast. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Clint, I appreciate you coming on and uh, talking with us. Uh, oh, glad to be here. 
it's gonna be interesting because typically, you know, I'll tell you like tell everyone where they can find you and everything, but uh you have a little more in depth explanation on where your stuff is at. So let's start first with uh when first off, where can people find you on Twitch? Uh that would be twitch.tv slash vengeful Jedi. And when do you typically uh, live stream the podcast? Is there a uh, for that? That is every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Central. Okay. Actually, on a different channel. Okay, so where, where's that um, one found out? My, well, my gaming content is on the Vengeful Jedi channel. Gotcha. Now, for the podcast... Uh, that channel is twitch.tv slash pixelbeardpod. Pixelbearded pod. No, just beard. One beard. Pixelbearded Pixel. pod. Yeah. Right. Well, I know Although I think you... the guys were ready to kick me off yesterday. <laughs> Why? What'd you do? I may currently be without a beard. Adorbs. Oh, I, uh, hard to believe. Hard to imagine. <laughs> I've been it's, following you. Go on. It, hap- it happened. It was a thing. It was honestly a communication and language breakdown. Well, I, I was following Vengeful Jedi, uh, so now I gotta go back and I gotta, uh, I also gotta follow the Pixel Beard podcast. Um, he says uh, it's typically Monday, uh, what time? Monday, 7.30 p.m. Central. Perfect. And then that show gets released uh, onto YouTube uh, sometime um, that week-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And Let's YouTube go with is, that. And YouTube sometime is that all, week. Sometime that week. And YouTube I'm is also still Pixel working on the podcast. Um, actually, let me verify that because, yeah, I believe it's a Pixel Beard pod if... Uh, Oh, yeah, Pixel Beard Pod, yeah. Pixel Beard Podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. I wasn't sure if it was pod or podcast. I wasn't sure what I what I set up. <laughs> so guys, make sure you check out uh Twitch, the Pixel Beard Podcast. Uh they stream the shows live uh Mondays, seven thirty PM Central Time. And if you don't catch the live, I know I, I follow a lot of people on Twitch, so I know that the show will be available to replay on Twitch. That's correct for uh, a short period of time. Uh, yes, um, because yeah. the podcast account isn't affiliate or anything like that, and with some recent uh, rules that Twitch has changed in their TOS. Mm. Um. The VOD stays posted on Twitch for seven days. Gotcha. So you got a week, uh, you got a week following the recording to check it out on Twitch. Uh, otherwise, it'll be uploaded up on YouTube and uh, picks within up that time, podcast. Yeah. yeah, within that time. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is making you accountable once again. And where can they find you on social media? I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Vengeful Jedi. Um,
I'm on Discord under Vengeful Jedi. They've been doing a weird thing with changing the usernames and stuff, so I don't have my uh, thing, but I can give you guys a link to the server that I have. Oh, you're so fucking old-looking, brother. Actually, I was told I... I've been told I look younger. No, without a beard. No. No, No, without your beard, man, it looks like you're either feeding pigeons or playing checkers. Either way, it's in a park. (laughs) The only thing I was parked in is my comfy computer chair. (laughs) I've never heard being in a park used as an insult like that before. Neither have I. That was incredible. And I'm, was starting, really... and I'm starting to think that he needs to step up his game. <laughs> I thought it was great. What a great use of the English language. Yeah, I like that, you know. Oh. I, I have to admit, as an English major, I'm mildly impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just gotta, I, I, I like to keep myself sharp, you know. You know, think of, think of beautiful uh, scenery and just turn it into something hateful for a brief moment. <laughs> It's all in the tone. I love it. It's all in the tone. But yeah, uh, do me a favor. Send me a link to uh, your Discord uh, or any other social media stuff. We'll get that posted up for you. And uh, I have a link tree that has most of the stuff on it, so I'll have to send you that. Send me the yeah. Send me the link tree. We 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 do need to get a link tree. I heard that's a very big thing nowadays. But uh, I think I mentioned this to you before. I'm going to mention it again. I offered it up to. Babes of Lore, uh, and I want to mention it to you as well. Uh, if at any point you guys feel you want to uh, be part of something, uh, obviously me and Joe are running FreakNet Studios over here, uh, trying to create this uh, community of close friend podcasting that we just help promote each other and stuff like that. If that's something you're ever interested in, please let me know. We'd love to have you over here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I told you before, I wanted, I was... I wanted to. I just needed to get the podcast officially started so that I could do it. Well, because I, well, I know that uh, when you're doing the uh, Geek Dig Pod, you're part of some network, and I didn't know what the hell that was. Um, but I know it's also a decision you got to talk about amongst your friends. Like I said, it, it's nothing special. I mean, we just we just help cross promote each other, and you know, obviously, you know, you get uh, we will throw you onto the Freaknet Facebook page to share it to our listeners and stuff. We're over there as well, and uh, uh, when we do videos and stuff together, a collaboration could occur. Uh, me and Joey are about to get ready to uh, eat some food and rank some shit here in the near future. Um, but uh, I mean, we've, I mean, we we've been friends now for you know damn near a decade, and it's all because of podcasting. And oh my god. It has been, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, December, November, December of 2015 is where uh, well, we started the first podcast at the end of September, uh, end of October. I think the, November 5th might have been our first episode, but uh, we met you and Fear, you know, shortly after that in, in December. So, I mean, we're, we're going on eight years this year that we've known each other and stuff. And yeah. Oh, dude, uh, funny thing about when me and Fear first met. Yeah. I don't think you ever heard the story. I don't think so. If I did, it was probably eight years ago, but... I was... I was at C2E2. And I got a notification on my phone, and he had messaged me on Twitter. 
And, you know, I thought it was great that he, you know, that he reached out and everything, but, you know, I didn't want to just give some, like, half-assed response or something not thought out. And then if I was going to, you know, network and connect with anybody, I wanted to be able to have, you know, like, to be able to have a proper communication. But I know that because I was in the middle of this con and, you know, I, I get a little uneasy around mass quantities of people. Yeah. But, so I know my responses were a little bit short, but I told them, hey, I definitely want to, you know, I definitely want to, you know, talk to you soon. Today's a crazy day because I'm away at a con. You know, let's, you know, try to, you know, let's try to, you know, catch up then, uh, you know, within the next uh, couple of days. Uh-huh. And I guess as the story goes, fear thought I was going to just brush him off and never contact him again. <laughs> But that totally wasn't the case. He's like, I thought, because, you know, you were a little short and stuff. And I was like, dude, I was literally in the middle of a convention hall with really bad reception. Even if I had the ability to, like, get out, you know, of, you know, like, the rumor or something and had, like, a few minutes to sit down. Yeah. I can't guarantee that anything would have actually gone out and gotten through. I was like, I just didn't want you to think that I was ignoring you. But yeah, instead mm-hmm. of ignoring him, I guess I gave the impression that I wasn't that interested <laughs> just nah. because of how short my responses were. Nah. No, dude, you uh you you always welcoming and uh you're always a good person. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a bad conversation. I love still to this day my favorite story about you is the very first time you ever came on this podcast. And we were doing, um, uh, I can't remember what the segment we called, Freaking Flicks or some shit like that, uh, where we were alternating stories in, uh, in movies. And Is you this got. The Sandlot one or the Disney one? You got the Disney one, where. Oh, you, God. Yeah, with Hunchback <laughs> and Dame and Skull Fucking. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, this is the first, first time we ever met you. Uh, and I'm like, this is the guy that I know we're going to be really good friends with. Like, right here. Quasimodo skull fucking the villain. Uh. I'll be honest, that, like, after the fact, <laughs> like, af- like when all was said and done there, I thought to myself, oh my god, that was fucking sick. These guys are never going to invite me back on ever again. <laughs> I know there was a moment when we were all done and you left. I was like, what the fuck was that? But, I mean, we, I mean, I, we, I think we all laughed from it. It was, uh, I mean, granted, it was eight years ago, man. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember, I still remember that fucking moment in that story. And I'm like, ah, oh, perfect. <laughs> like, no one can compete with that. But, uh, dude, no, you, you've been on multiple times over the years, and, uh, I love having you on. I love touching base and talking with you, and I love the fact that we got to a point where, um, we kind of evolved from just talking about, like, the generic, you know, technology, current events stuff to where we really talk about our lives yeah. and, you know, kind of deep dive into our own struggles and everything, and, 
uh, humanizing ourselves uh, to people who don't really know us. And I think that really helps out other people realizing that, you know, they're not alone in this world when it comes to like what, who they think they are to themselves. So, well, that's, and that's important because, you know, it's, it's important for people to know because you never know what somebody's got going on. Yeah. And especially with, especially when it comes to guys and, you know, we've been sort of trained to not, talk about the things yep. that are going on inside our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to isolate ourselves and make ourselves believe that we're the only person that, you know, is feeling these things or, you know, experiencing yeah. the things that we do. And it's important for us to break through that and let, you know, people know, no, dude, it's okay that you think that. I think it too. You are definitely not alone with this. And like I got this really, really awesome friend Randy that you know you know, he and I have been able to talk about stuff that you know, he hasn't really been able to talk about or talk talk about with many other people at all. And yeah. he's like, dude, I can't tell you he's like like I can't tell you how much that helps just knowing that somebody is out there. And that was actually the subject of one of the only emails that we ever got in Geek Day too. Uh, me and Steve, uh, Skip was out of town, so me and Steve were talking, and we ended up talking about like mental health things and stuff like that. And somebody followed up and sent us an email about it, you know, and said, "Hey, thank you so much for putting this episode out." You guys, one, helped me realize I'm not alone in this. You yeah. know, that, you know, that you made me realize how common a lot of my struggles are. You know, and that's given me the strength to be able to seek help and find, you, you know, the help that, you know, that I need. Uh-huh. Like, that he managed to find himself a therapist that he had scheduled, like, uh, for a session. I was like, bro, that's amazing. You know, definitely, you know, keep us posted. It's not the kind of thing we'll share on podcast, you know, because, you know, we don't want to blast anybody's personal shit. Exactly, yeah. Like, bro, I would love to, you know, just follow up and see how you're doing. And uh, unfortunately, we never, we never got to. But you know, they, just based on that one interaction, I mean, I, I I can feel pretty confident that he's doing okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's weird because, like, you know, once you know, you know, for the for those who listen to like Just Freak Wrestling and listens to Travesty or comes to this freaking show and listens to Travesty, it's two different people. Um. And I did that way because, you know, GFW is a wrestling podcast where you got to work a fucking gimmick. Uh, and over here, it's just me just being who I am. So, like, it's weird getting, like, you know, guys who I know, pro wrestlers who listen to JFW who took a crack at listening to this freaking show. 
at first I'm talking about, I was like, dude, you're completely different. I'm like, well, yeah, that's the idea. You know, like, travesty is a gimmick, but they're still me. Um, but also they talked about how, like, there are times where, you know, I talk about, like, some of the problems I've had and the struggles I've had. And they talk about how, like, they never realized that I had issues like that because I never put that out into the world. And it's not so much that I'm hiding it. It's just that I don't see the value in expressing it to people. And that's something I think I got a little bit better with over time, especially doing this stuff. You know, you know, talk about it on here, you know, when, you know, now I'm hearing more and more of our families listening to it. They kind of have a better understanding of where my mind is at. And, um, I think, I think it's a powerful thing what we do here. And I don't think I'm going to sit here and change the world by doing this, but hell, if I change one person's mind about making a poor choice for themselves one night, you know, that's a victory for me and I'm fine with that. So, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Um, I am freaking thinking about, um, Honestly, I'm still just playing through Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm I'm very ready for it to be over. Uh, although I've been having fun, I, I reached the the lowest island, and I've just been I've just been going around. Uh, there's there's like a whole part of the story where you have to kill cultists <laughs> that are trying to kill your family, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm enjoying hunting down the cultists. There's something really enjoyable about that. I don't know why, but uh, but I'm having a good time with that. So. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, oh, hell's bells. Uh, you know, I, I'm getting ready for... Uh, I got an SCW show this weekend I'm going to be doing commentating on. Uh, uh, as far as I know, everything is set to... Uh, we're going to bring in a new tag team to the company that I'm really excited to kind of debut there because... Uh, um, because I helped book the shows and everything, it was my recommendation on, you know, getting this tag team in to face our tag team champions and stuff. So there's a lot of pressure on them performing well, so I don't look like a complete douchebag, but I think they should be okay. But, uh, ever since I got more involved in SCW and I had the ability to kind of like, you know, give suggestions to bookings and stuff like that, it's been a lot of fun. And I, it sucks that. I haven't really uh, gave my as much attention to SCW as I should. I actually haven't been giving a lot of attention to a lot of things I should over the past couple of weeks. Um, again, that's why, you know, our 2023 started in July um, to kind of get everything on that on track, you know, to get back to, you know, JFW on Monday, this freaking show weekly, getting to the gym more often, getting up in the morning and doing the yoga, getting back onto a diet plan, doing the stuff with SCW, basically doing what I, I should have been doing for the last six months. Um, I'm still again back into the rhythm of doing what I need to get done. Um, and Joe, I got, I got to thank you for a lot of that because um, I know you're going to do this along with me and that's going to help me out by helping keep me accountable knowing that you're going to be there uh, doing this uh, with me. Happy to do it. So, uh, Clint, share with me. What are you thinking about, man? What have you been thinking about lately? Well, um, well, given that my birthday is coming up in three weeks, uh, you know, I've been thinking about mortality. No, I'm kidding. That's no, but uh, I've actually been thinking about what I'm going to be doing this summer when I'm able to. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've got some really, we got like really good prognosis on a lot of the health stuff. It's just going to take a bit. So I'm still going to have to go in for a few procedures and this and that, but in between, um, like, I'm actually really excited because in a few weeks there's this uh, concert that I'm really looking forward to going to. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, an establishment here called the uh, San Filippo Estate. No. Mm-mm. They're really cool. I'll have to send you guys a link to it. But they have – it's like this – huge like mansion private estate they've had they have this little collection it's like a mini museum of all of this like european um well like like uh carousels like like you know, the music horses going around kind of thing. And they have one of the most complete replications of of an earlier one. And they have private events there on occasion, and one of them upcoming is a a show um, that they're going to have these two artists, and I've had them on Geek Dig before, and you guys might have even heard me talk about them before, uh, called the Harp Twins. And they are lovely, talented, and amazing musicians. They're literally like twin harpists. And mm. they have all these really cool like songs and medleys and stuff. Um, there's a, one of their videos I'll have to send you guys because they do the video on site at the, at the estate where they're going to be doing the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to see, like, the whole, like, mini museum that they've got going on over there and everything. But, like, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm just looking forward to doing more with uh, the podcast and just... I don't know. I'm just just kind of trying to think about, you know, the, the few things I have coming up ahead, really. Nice. Well, I mean, if anything, man, uh, you could always hop on that scooter, throw a quilt over your lap, maybe a scarf around your head, grab a brown paper bag of popcorn, scooch on down to Millennium Park, and just start tossing it out on the ground. Dude, I got my burrito blanket for that. I got one of those tortilla blankets that you know, makes you look like a burrito when you're all wrapped up in it. Nice. Fucking, fucking hero. Clint, I, again, thank you for coming on. Uh, guys, again, make sure you you're check welcome. out. Thank you for having me. Fuck yeah. Make sure you check out the Pixel Beer Podcast live stream on Twitch, Monday, 7.30 Central Time, uh, and the Encore, obviously, to be released uh, on YouTube uh, shortly thereafter. Um We'll get Clint on more uh, as he progresses through uh, the the up and coming podcast and how it's uh, going forward. And obviously, I'm going to uh, 
stay on him to make sure that uh, he keeps consistent because they are entertaining and you all should be entertained with it as well. Make sure you tune into our uh, podcast when it's released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM. Uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you do subscribe to our YouTube channel, FreakNet Studios. Halloween is just around the cor- corner, which means Freaky Cemeteries is coming back. I'm really excited to do all that. Plus, as I mentioned, me and Joe are going to eat some foods and rink them uh, here shortly because uh, who doesn't want to get back into doing things like that? Mm-hmm. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Guys, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travis I'm Cartoon Joe. And I'm Eventual Jedi. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.